0: You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church podcast. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. Psalm 97, beginning at verse 11. I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago, they are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about them. Oh, God, your ways are holy. Now, I know we got a lot of different temperaments among us. The way God's wired us, our personalities and stuff. We get to the end of the year. Marcus has been reminding me all week with text messages. Two more days till 2003 is gone. <laughs> and so he even gave me a, another text this morning. So we're, we're aware. And some of us kind of have that melancholy temperament. You know, so we can look at the end of 2023 and just say, oh, I don't want to see it go. Is there anybody here that, that's kind of grieving the fact that 2023 is going to leave? Anybody celebrating <laughs> that 2023 is going to be gone. But here's, here's the, the example of the psalmist. Is that when he looks back, he looks back and he doesn't look at his, his gains, his losses. When he looks back, he looks back and sees what the Lord has done. What has the Lord done? And so he's, he's looking back, he's looking at what the Lord has done. And the Lord has done wonderful deeds from long ago. And everything he does is holy. And so that has captured his thoughts. So today we're going to look at Psalm 103, a familiar psalm. Some of you got it memorized in the King James because that's the way we learned it. Yeah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. In the New Living Translation, it says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Let's pray. Father, as we just humble ourselves before your word, we invite you, Holy Spirit, to give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to receive everything that you are saying to the church today. And we'll give you all the praise. Amen. So how do we end the year? Let's end it with Thanksgiving. Let's look back and see everything that the Lord has done. Let's remember what he's done in the past. Well, it might go beyond 2023. You might remember what he did in 2022, 2021, 2020. 1953, great year to get born. You know, it's, it's all those things. We might just continue to look back. As, as I look back at salvation history, I see it in the New Testament. I look back even further into the Old Testament, how God has brought his love to us. I go all the way back to the garden and the fall. And you even gotta go back before that to creation. Genesis 1.31 says, God saw all that he made, all that he had made, and it was very good. Very good. So when you remember, you can remember the good. If you can't, if you don't have any good in your life, go all the way back to creation. When God created, he created, and it was very good. I remember all your wonderful deeds of long ago, that they're holy. Hmm. Even after the fall, good things he gives to us. Psalm 103, let all that I am praise the Lord. I love that expression. Bless the Lord, O my soul. (laughs) New living, all that I am, praise the Lord. All that I am. Not half-hearted, not bifurcated in our focus, part of us looking at this and part of us looking at that, but looking fully at the Lord and realizing all my being, everything that I am, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I will praise his holy name. Uh, when I was going through Larry Lee's Could You Not Terry One Hour we would spend at least 15 minutes just praising the compound derivatives of Yahweh. It was just so amazing. God, you are my sanctifier. God, you're my righteousness. God, you're my peace. God, you are the present one. God, you are my provider. God, you're my healer. God, you're my banner. Your banner over me is love. God, (laughs) God. you are my shepherd. And you could just spend a lot of time reflecting on God and who he is as determined by his name. Mm. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget, may I never forget the good things he does for me. I don't know about you, I remember all the bad stuff It seems like bad stuff is so much easier to remember than the good stuff it, it, it surprises me that how oftentimes I focus on what was bad that I can't see nor remember what was good so I ask you to just bow your head close your eyes and we ask Holy Spirit that you would remind us of the things that are good Now you have a sheet that you got when you came in and on one side it says i remember may i never forget and there's the scriptures and there's some things you got 16 opportunities to put some things down that you remember of the lord's goodness to you you have permission to write during the sermon today okay and a lot of you pretend like you're text uh, I mean, you're taking notes on your phone uh, when you're checking your email texting, doing your planning calendar or whatever. No, you guys wouldn't do that. Uh, but here, feel free. There should be a pen in the chair underneath the chair in front of you, and uh, feel free to start taking notes. Yeah, I'll check with the ushers out front wherever they took off to. Mm-hmm. Anybody else need one? Very good. Hmm. I praise you. I praise you with everything that's in me, all that I am. And here's the list He forgives all my sins. The psalmist begins with that, praising the Lord for all the good things that He does for me. And here under good things comes He forgives all my sins. Isn't that amazing? Do we realize that we're forgiven? It's not just enough to get into heaven, but really, really realize that our sins have been forgiven. Wow. By his blood, cleansed and purified. I'm going to have a lot of scriptures that I'm going to bring to you in support. If you want copies of this, I can make copies of the notes and you're welcome to have them because they're all fantastic. He says he personally carried away our sins in his own body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and alive for what is right. These would be mostly from the New Living Translation today. That was 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, part A. See, getting to the place where we're accepting the forgiveness that God has given to us is another thing. Maybe you think, yeah, he forgave me once, but I don't feel forgiven now. Hmm. There's a lot of Christians who struggle with their own sense of sinfulness. Maybe God genuinely loved me once, but not now. Maybe I was forgiven by God at the time I accepted Jesus, but you don't know what I've done since then. Surely he can't forgive me again. See, we're so aware of our human failings and we allow that to affect our relationship with him. Psalm 103 puts to rest the lies that we tell ourselves that says God's love is only conditional. We don't see that his love is as vast as all of the universe. And that forgiveness is greater than we can even imagine. I remember when I was going through Romans and, and you as you're going through Paul's writings and you see what he's talking about sin, you know, and in and, and the one place he said, oh, since wherever sin was, grace abounds, so that, does that mean we should keep sinning so, so we can get the grace to abound more? And he said, God forbid. But when you hear the true gospel of God's forgiveness and grace, it sounds scandalous. It sounds like, how can he do that? How can he forgive me that? Do you, do you realize how many times I've repeated that sin? Do you, do you realize that that pattern has been in my life for years? And he still forgives? Psalm 103 has a lot to say to that, pointing to our conversation. That on the cross, Jesus paid for it. Every failing from the moment that we got saved all our life, right up to conversion, he, he forgave all of those sins that we committed. One of my biggies during that time was stealing a $5 Snickers bar from Harry's hardware store. I knew I was going to hell. And when I asked Jesus into my life and he forgave me my sins at eight years old, I was so relieved that my theft had been forgiven. Wonderful. Every sin that we will commit, well, every every sin that we've committed from that moment of conversion to today, today, has been forgiven. Every sin. Every sin that we will commit, no matter how blatant, From today on to the moment that we come to God in eternity is removed from us as far as the east is from the west. I love that. This Psalm 103 says, as far as the east is from the west. Do you realize if you said the north and the south, there is an end to the north. When you hit the North Pole and you go over it, you're starting to go south. But when you go east and west, there is no place where east and west meets. It, it, it's an infinite removal. Our sins are removed for, from us an infinite amount of distance. Yet we're to be people who fear him, we're to be people who desire him, we desire to keep his covenant. Hmm. The psalmist makes it perfectly clear that there is no notion of the living God who is reluctant to forgive you of your sins. He is not reluctant. He's eager to forgive. This must be our consistent vision. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all, say it, all your sins. Yeah. So what's the reason not to sin? You know, this, this is the thing, you know, you, you look at this and you think, well, if, if he's going to forgive, I might as well go ahead, because I really would rather get the pleasure of doing whatever it is and not being obedient. But in the Old Testament, we get a picture of Hosea, who marries a prostitute, Gomer. And that is a picture of God's love for us and for the people Israel and yet she continues to go off and have affair after affair after affair. She doesn't enter into. Why do we not sin? Because when we sin, it has has an effect on our relationship with God. He doesn't disqualify us, he doesn't kick us out, but we don't realize that the whole reason for forgiveness is so that we can come close to him so that our fears won't keep us away saying, oh no, 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 let Bob go and and talk to him, I, I don't wanna go, I'm afraid to go. No, the forgiveness, as we accept it, is an invitation to closeness and nearness to him. And as we get close and near to him, then we find out faithfulness is just a natural result of knowing him. When you know him who is loving, who is holy, who's faithful, who's true. When you come to know him personally, you don't want to. And if you slip up and you do, you know that he won't discard you. You will never be rejected. The enemy gets us to believe that God will reject us if we do the sin above all other sins. But basically what he's trying to do is get us to foul ourselves out of the game. He wants us to continue to commit so that we'll feel like, well, I can't play anymore. i got to sit on the bench. Hmm. The Lord says, no. I forgive all your sin. In Christ, we have died to sin so that we can live to righteousness. Secondly, he heals all my diseases. Hmm. 1 Peter 2, 24b, you have been healed by his wounds. Many of us know it from the King James, by his stripes, we have been healed. Mm -hmm. Matthew 15, 30 to 31 says, a vast crowd came to Jesus and they brought to him the lame, blind, crippled, mute, and many others with physical difficulties. Okay, if you didn't see yours in there, and many others with physical difficulties. And they laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. The crippled were made well. The lame were walking around. And those who had been blind could see again, and they praised the God of Israel. When John sent his disciples to Jesus when he was in prison, Jesus said, tell John this. Then he told John's disciples, go back to John and tell him what you have seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life. The good news is being preached to the poor. He heals all my diseases. We'll come back to that one in a minute. Third, he redeems me from death. He redeems me from death. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We have life through Christ Jesus. Romans five twenty one. so just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful kindness rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hmm. He redeems me from death. John 5, 24, I assure you, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins. Underline never. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death life. He's redeemed me from death. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 7 and 8. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. Amen. Fourth, he crowns me with love and tender mercies. Mm. Just picture the Lord taking a crown from heaven and placing it upon your head of his love and tender mercy. Psalm 49.4 says, For the Lord delights in his people, and he crowns the humble with salvation. Salvation there means everything, wholeness. He gives us absolutely everything that we need. Hmm. Jude, verse 2. May you receive more and more of God's mercy, peace, and love. Opportunity for increase as he crowns. Continue to receive upgrades. If your crown's a little crooked, get an upgrade. If it's a little small, let it be expanded. Let the crown of his love and tender mercies be over you, your entire being. Second John one three says, May grace, mercy, and peace which come from God our Father and from Jesus Christ His Son be with us who live in truth and love. Mm. Mercy and love He crowns us with Galatians one six. Who in his love and mercy called you to share the eternal life he gives? through Christ. God, who in his love and mercy, hmm, he crowns you with love and mercy, which results in an eternal life. Next, he fills my life with good things. I love this. We know that uh, Proverbs thirteen twelve says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when Dreams come true, there is life and joy. Mm-hmm. He gives us good things. It's a tree of life. Think of some of the good things on the other side of the page, 20 or either side of the page, but you can look at the good things and continue the list. What has He given to you? Think of the relationships that you have. If there's been repair in relationships, There's been reconciliation with a brother, sister, a family member. Thank the Lord for that, giving praise. Material stuff, good things. Good things relationally, good things, well, relationally. I, I thank him for all my relationships. And one of the relationships that I really, really thank him for is my relationship with Chewy, my pop, my Shih Tzu. What a dog what a dog you yeah. the lord gives you good things when i got chewy i got a i got a five star pop amazing material stuff when i think of my iphone i thank the lord i like i like my iphone i'm not trying to do an announcement for apple but i do like the iphone thank you lord i love my ipad but more than my ipad and my my iphone i love my car i really do i thank the lord i mean probably for the first two years i had that car i was thanking him every day for it i just i pinched myself several times just saying i can't believe god has given me this wonderful car this is so amazing i could tell you the story behind that because it was a definitely a wonderful thing all the good things that he gives us let's be thankful Let's praise him for it. And lastly, my youth is renewed like the eagles. I think that's one of the good things that he gives us, is renewed energy. Isaiah 40, verses 30 to 31 says, Even youths will become exhausted, and young men will give up. But those who wait on the Lord will find new strength. They will fly high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and walk and not faint. I think that's great news for our church. All the youths here, get ready. Your strength is going to be renewed. It's time to soar. Let's get our wings extended, and let's catch the draft of the Holy Spirit, and let's see where he wants to take us this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I want to come back, any one of these you can focus on, but especially the healing. He heals all my diseases. And there's, there's times as a pastor it gets really difficult when people have been asking for God's healing and for God's healing and for God's healing and for God's healing and for God's healing and, God's healing, and it never comes. So it appears. So it appears. Do you realize that we don't understand a God who stands outside of time and space? We are limited by yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We live within certain time chronologies, and it's like, we don't understand. But the enemy does. He knows that when we have our hopes deferred, our hearts will get sick. That there's something very frustrating when we have been consistently contending and standing and asking and asking and asking and it hasn't come to pass. It becomes very difficult. Everything in 2023 and beyond that has not been answered Let's take that and put it into 224, 2024. And let's make it our prayer request. Matter of fact, I I had a, a brother just call us to repentance for the things that we've given up on. Because they haven't happened, we have lost heart we've thrown in the towel, we no longer even pray or contend for them. Or if we do, it's not a wholehearted contention. It's like we'll throw in a a tip and and see if something happens. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's make a holy resolve. We can only do this as the Holy Spirit empowers us, but I'm praying for the Holy Spirit to descend upon us today so that the things that we've contended for in the past that we haven't seen fulfilled could be a a lost loved one who hasn't come to Christ. It could be a physical situation, a relational, it could be mental, it could be spiritual, whatever it is, it could be financial. Let's not allow that to be used against us to decrease our faith and somehow Temper our adoration for the God who's holy, for all the good things that He's done. And so, Lord, we just repent. Forgive us. Lord, we had, some of us haven't even realized that we've, we've actually given up hope, it's been so long. We're not even aware. But we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to reveal, to show, to inspire. I pray, Father, that you would release a divine source to each one of us today. That where you want renewed faith to contend for the impossible, Lord, would you release it to us today, the last day of 2023. Let it be the day that we set 2024 with a new resolve to be faithful because you are faithful. We may never understand why the delay, but we do know that you're good. And we do know, Lord, that you desire. Your word tells us you heal all our diseases. You forgive all our sins. Mm. You give us the assurance that we've crossed over from death to life. We thank you, Father. You've given us the assurance of your love and your mercies. Mm. You've given us the assurance that you desire for us to be filled with good things. And we have the assurance today of new strength. We pray for soaring in 2024. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast.